going on, you guys? Blackocracy Podcast with Shine. And Jess, Oriola, whichever works for you. <laughs> we want our reparations. Give I want my it. 40 acres in a pit bull. <laughs> in a pit bull? I said a pit bull. Oh, Wait, didn't um, Mike F said that, right? 40 acres in a pit bull? Probably. I That's, think so. That sounds about right. That sounds like sounds a cousin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Uncle Kurt. Ibai, Ibai, Shout out to Uncle Kurt. Um, rest in peace. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Uncle rest Kurt. Peace. Rest in peace to all my homies. <laughs> so this is a podcast. Um, and in case you guys didn't know, um, Shine and I are actually related. We are niece and uncle. Um, more like brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So, and this podcast is going to be about all matters of blackness. I know you've heard other podcasts about blackness, but this is a different one. Uh, download another one, okay? <laughs> you, you've heard others. Now you're hearing this one. I hear this one. We're we looking for representation, all right? We're looking you know, for some representation. I, when I walk into the office building, I'm looking for the black folks. Mm-hmm. My eyes are scanning the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. On your Spotify, your Apple, your SoundCloud. Yeah, um, we're definitely going to be sharing this on other platforms as well, um, and making sure we get you know maximum listens, maximum views, and stuff. Um, I guess we can talk about what it is that we both do and believe in and stuff a little later. We're going to do that now. I'm on the block. Um, so on the block. we yeah, both have followings. We both have followings in our own rights. Um, I have been involved in grassroots organization and just being a um, voice online for social justice and what have you. Um, I work in education and mental health. Um, I'm also an artisan, make jewelry and stuff like that. Um, And I am a hoodoo conjurer in waiting. So let me just step right out front with that. I don't have enemies, in my opinion, of any faith system. I'm all good. So, you know, whatever. Um, Shine can tell you about himself. Um, yeah. I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can follow me online, at Shine Travis. Um, I've been working in development, um, specifically in the continent of Africa, for seven or eight years now. Um, so, and all kinds of different things, implementation, um, Right now, the goal is sustainable development. So that's my core focus and things that I'm like focused on pretty much half of my day on. And the other half, I do marketing consulting for a whole bunch of artists, um, some brands, but specifically artists. And I work with all kinds of dope creative people and artists, a lot of people in the mainstream and the underground, all that kind of stuff like that. So, you know. That's kind of given me a following on social media over the years. But we're here now. Uh-huh. And, you know, you want to talk about black adulting. Stuff. Adulting, yes. Adulting as a black person. Adulting as a black person. Because I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, what brought this podcast about is because we have these really, really, really in-depth conversations with each other on a daily basis. And we cover really serious, really in-depth, and even surface topics that we don't really see covered anywhere else. Um, and just getting to the nuts and bolts of living and being ourselves um, and what that means through any myriad of black lenses. Um so yeah, here we are. I'm trying to stop saying um. Oh. 
<laughs> well, it's been a long time since I've actually done any uh, radio podcasting. Um, I used to do that all the time uh, a few years ago. And some of you might be able to still find a lot of my interviews with all kinds of dope people online. But um, I am stepping back into that arena a little bit now. But yeah, so, you know, we just kind of want to talk to you guys and get things off our chest and talk about our experience as a whole um, as black people. So um, it's kind of just going to be a kickback. We're going to chill. Yeah, kickback, chill. Talk. Might invite some other folks at some point. Yeah. Talk about different things. Um, funny thing is, before we started this intro episode, and this is going to be our intro episode, so welcome everybody. Um, and we're just trying out our equipment, all that kind of stuff, you know, seeing what works. But um, the funny thing is, we tested out the equipment a few minutes ago, and we talked about what were you doing? It was on the route, the whole tap. Hotep quiz. Hotep quiz. Hey, listen, shout out to all my hoteps out there. You know it's <laughs> difficult. Um, keep your diet strict. Um, black people are God. Um, queens, kings, stay up. No, it was a hotep quiz. To, to gauge how hotep you are um, as a young black person. Would you guys like to know how we did it? I'm gonna tell you anyway. So I'm kind of hotep, but it's just because I wear koofy. Oh, and this hotep, this hotep quiz can be found on Very Smart Brothers or The Root, um, wherever you want to go, whichever portal. But it's exactly how hotep are you? Um, and this is a couple of years old, so all you people out there, like when you look it up, it's, it came out in 2016. But um, yeah, there's all kinds of different funny questions. I'm only Hotep, so I'm going to give you the abridged version. I'm only Hotep because I wear koofy. Okay? <laughs> I have locks. Um, and an easy way to wear my locks was to put a koofy on my head. Okay. Wait, was locks or like natural hair some part of the quiz? No. No? Oh, okay. No. I mean, we free. No, we free. Shout out to my carefree black people out there. But no, it was just the koofy specifically. Um and Jessica t- can tell you how she was hotep in this quiz. Um, so I scored very high on the quiz, all because of one stinking question. So it was one question, and I don't remember the entire um, verbiage of the question, but suffice it to say, it asked a bunch of things that were significant of or rather signifying the uh supreme mathematics and it just so happens that i've been um part of the nations of gods and earth at one point in my life um i mean once you're in the nation you're probably never out so it is what it is and there are still people who know me as queen kinetic so um but yeah so that gave you I'm like sorry, an automatic y'all, y'all hear how that was <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. Which, by the way, was also a question on the quiz. <laughs> that was also a question, like having a righteous name. So, like, and, and it didn't even say. You break out the righteousness. And it didn't even say righteous name. Like, that's the crazy part about it, but I know that that's what it is. But anyway, so, yeah, there's still some people who know me as Kinetic, and that's all good. Um, and that gave you an automatic 18 points. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm whole tepid out it. here. I'm going a, I'm to a get me the little yada hat with the little onk on it and whatever. I know that's for men, but, you know, I, 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 
I push boundaries. And um I have an Egyptian dog <laughs> tattooed on me, so I guess I'm definitely Hotep as well. I have an African tattoo, but it's um it's an Adinkra symbol, so I don't know how much Hotep that makes me. I hope it doesn't make me Hotep at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not at all. Um but any old ways. Well, so yeah. yeah. But there's also I found another one. Because obviously our friends at um, very smart are loving these hotel quizzes. Um, <laughs> there's another one. Mm-mm. And you know what, y'all? Y'all could just look it up. But it's, <laughs> it's funny questions, and I think it's because um, hotel tree is something that <laughs> Jessica and I talk about all the time. All the time. On Facebook. And I'm a hotel observer, you know, I don't answer that. <laughs> okay. I have a policy online to not interact with foolishness because I don't want to be sucked into it. Because you will get sucked but into it. But I live it, vicariously yo. through my niece here. Yo, I can't, yo. Because she has fun and I have fun on her behalf. And every time I, I try to leave, they just pull me back <laughs> in, yo. And I try to help myself. Like, I delete folks. I block folks. I don't know what happens, man. And then somebody will friend me, and I think they look like a sensible person. <coughs> Excuse me. Because I don't really accept friends much, like much ever at all. So there's a whole lot of friend requests still in my thing for, like, years. This is how her friend requests sound, if you read them off. Amun Ra, 28. Uh, Johnson, Malcolm, um, <laughs> Josiah. Wait a minute. Uh, Nefertiti Little. So, uh, <laughs> so while we on the topic, I got Facebook open. Let me see if we can actually see some of these names in here. Oh my God! All right, second one down from the top. Fam, it's I can't even read it. It's like Sarsarol. I don't know what that means. Sarsarol Sun. Something. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Then there's somebody. Wait. Bodua? I don't know. Seshat? If I had a dollar for every chick online named either Sekmet, Seshat, or Oshun, and no disrespect to my friends who are named Oshun, but oh my God. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't speak to having the people with those names as friends, <laughs> except for my family. I be but, having owls from from the mother continent friending me all the time. Mind you, Sean is not my real God given name, but I, I didn't I didn't leap as so far as to put an Egyptian god or goddess in. There. <laughs> Or even a Yoruba or anything. I, I kind of kept it at a description of something. <laughs> I have to co- I have to correct you, my loved one. It's Yoruba. Ah. Yoruba. Thank you. See, you learn something every day. Please say it right. <laughs> you see that? That's real right there. So here's a winner. God Allah Dakir. I can't. <laughs> like, who are these people? And the funny thing about it is that nine times out of ten, they don't have pictures of themselves 
on their profiles at all. So your name is not yours and your face is not yours. What does this tell me about your mental state? And and what place in what place are you in terms of like how we find ourselves in our the the impact that white supremacy and microaggressions have had on our minds like what place are you in where you're in an online community and your face and your name and your whole personhood is just not even who you are i mean i think it's funny though i for me it's the obsession with being egyptian i guess is all of my my issues because i don't know if you guys know i'm sure you do but after it's a really beautiful wonderful large continent so huge <laughs> enormous and i mean shout out to all of my egyptians out there shout out to y'all some of you guys are good some not but um you know it's because of how egypt in itself has been marketed around the years that people kind of latch to it because you know they there's that illusion everyone was kings and queens and you know it's not really how things went but also <laughs> just knowing that there's so much about you know our continent and people to enjoy um you know outside of just having cleopatra and uh king tut as your abby on facebook <laughs> which is funny because cleopatra was from the ptolemy family so she really wasn't even all that black but whatever <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, so those of you who don't know, either um, I'm a history buff. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm always right about my info. And as you guys listen to us, feel free to chime in um, with, you know, corrective information or additional insight or whatever. I don't mind. Um I am humble sometimes, and sometimes if it sounds like hogwash, because I'm a very big skeptic, I'll just be like, mm, nope. But anyways, um, but yeah, still feel free. Um, we're going to develop an email address and all that kind of stuff for folks to chime in and all that, those kinds of things. So, and, you know, I'm also cool at being criticized, and also I'm a little lazy, so I don't care <laughs> to interact with you if I think your opinion is dumb. Mm-hmm. I'll just continue to let you think and dumb things but you know sometimes I will correct you um, but more often than not if you're like too off the wall I'll just look at you kind of funny just dismiss you and keep it pushing yeah. but um yeah like the whole fascination with Egypt is crazy um so my opinion on that is that it largely stems from two things coupled together. So the first part is that, and I hate to say it, and I'm sorry if you guys take it the wrong way, but in large part for a very long time, and even still till today, like African-American folks, we, we don't realize just how dependent on what white people do and what white people say we are. So like the slightest thing they do and say, like we we got something to say about it you know like we hop on it um even if it's to critique it or reject it doesn't matter either way 
we still focus on it and we got a whole lot to say like anytime they do anything the stupid little gorilla harambe and whatever we were on that even though it was to criticize them but still we were on it you know like so I hate to say it because white folks fetishize certain things and they have over time. White folks fetishize the hell out of Egypt. They always have. And so they saw themselves in Egypt. Yeah. And especially like the latter dynasties, they saw them. You can see the mixed. Mm-hmm. And I, and I always believe that they, uh, that Egypt represents something that was, um, both a pinnacle of society and also in a way like unconquerable for them. So like they have this, really deep fascination with Egypt. Um, but add to that, a part of the African-American identity is resistance. Always resistance. Especially resistance to white supremacy, you know, all of that. So a large part of our identity has been like reclaiming and resisting things um from white folks and so you know every time and this happens like clockwork every time white people put out some new movie that got something to do with egypt black folks african-american folks who we don't necessarily have any genetic link to egyptians at all none zero <laughs> okay we are west central and some parts southern african period like that's it period full stop but um and then you might find like some little you know smaller mixtures of you know east or or mozambique or something like that just depending on where you're from but it's it's minuscule or just non-existent but anyway so like Every time they come out with one of these movies, we be the first ones screaming the loudest. You don't hear Arab folks saying nothing really. I mean, yeah, sure, the rest of the colored world will reject it, but <laughs> the people shouting the loudest without a doubt and like making entire months worth of rhetoric and bringing up articles and, you know, think pieces and things just abound is, is African-American folks. Like the many white folks be like Egypt, that that we, they wasn't even that color, and Jesus was black, and <laughs> and what symptom. about the Ethiopians? Like we just be going. That's a symptom of just black people being underrepresented in general, you know? right? Um, but even when it comes to as a whole, if we're talking about like blackness and identifying, um, the twenty twenty census will ask black people about their exact origins, and so that's been a problem because. A lot of us, I mean, let's be honest, we're, we don't really care to find our deep... There's a lot of black people really who just say I'm American. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't identify as just that. But um, I can understand why. Because, you know, we're we're very unique people, right? Like, especially African-Americans, that specific, dem- uh, that specific audience of people, we don't know where we're from. Um, and a lot of us don't do the research or we can do the whole ancestry.com or one of those things to figure it out right but it's big because right now people are saying it's going to discourage black people from participating in the census by them asking that question where are you specifically from um my take is it probably will or people will just skip that question <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know or just put american in there but I think that's the big thing, you know, for a lot, of, a lot of us who are obsessed with Egypt or whiteness 
is we're orphaned people. Um, so mm. you just want to identify with whatever we find power in. Um, and some for some people, our skin color alone isn't enough. So they want to attach themselves to Egypt or whiteness or whatever the power structure is for them or something glamorous. I mean, but then you also have those people who are... Um and y'all gotta excuse my voice because I'm I'm still bad on like strep throat and whatever. But anyhow, um, those folks who just go on ahead and make their own shit up, <laughs> so <laughs> or they follow behind other people's made up shit, <laughs> and we might not have necessarily uh, the time or the the patience today to deal with that mm-hmm. in full scale. <laughs> But I mean, because this, this involves a lot. Like, this involves meme culture. This involves whole cultures that people have made up over time. Like the Nuwapians and whatever. I'm sorry if y'all feel disrespected. I'm sorry, but it is made up. Um, <laughs> this involves... And even me, like, Nation of Gods and Earth, like, I'm sorry, like, y'all feel how y'all want to feel, but but we, we, we in the culture know that, though. Yeah. We know that it was created, and it was created for a purpose. Yeah. But then you got these people, like the folks, like the El Bebes and whatever, who follow who they think, you know, Noble Drew Ali and whatever, and then you got the, the, the Israelites, whatever, the, the black Hebrew Israelites, the Power Rangers. They, you know, and hey, they be... the black Israelites, though, because... Standing outside, yelling, yelling all day long is not how I want to spend my weekend. But for you guys, you get out there, you put it on. It must be a payroll, yo. Like. You put on your outfits. Um, you yell at, you, you spend time, first of all, you yell out of a Bible, but then you yell at white people and women and um, all day. That is a lot. And if no one has ever shown appreciation and like understood for that level of dedication, shout out to y'all. <laughs> they don't shout just at white people; they shout at black folks. I've never seen them shouting at white folks. I've only ever seen them shouting at black folks. That's because they go to black places with black people. I think yeah. it's a recruiting tactic. Probably. Probably got pamphlets. They probably never passed me once. I'm just I'm a weird looking black kid, black guy. Yo, so I saw them like, one time at the, the West Indian, um, whatever it is, parade, Caribbean Day Parade or whatever it is. It's in Jersey City anyway. It's it, it's a festival. And so, like, they have vendors and everything out there. And it's really cute. Um, I go every year now. And they be out there talking about, there's no such thing. It's, like, they be going in. Like, Y'all shaking y'all behinds like that. And there's no such thing as a Jamaican. There's no such thing because y'all believe that y'all came from Africa. And there's no such thing. And I just be like, yo, why are you ruining people's fet, bruh? First of all, like, go somewhere. Too much. Because anytime you are a black militant who don't think you came from Africa, my mind has already exploded. I have no time for you because. That's too much. And, I mean, I've seen these other these other people too who are like black people are indigenous to like America. Jesus. And then you have like the, the washitors and the black foots and the listen guys. The these feet and those feet. Listen guys. <laughs> Africa. That's where you came from. That's where it, that's where mankind came from. Um, 
It's all right. Put a little sun in your face. That's <laughs> Richard Pryor said. And do do we really want to deal with with that whole we were already here thing? Do we no. want to deal with that today? Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm just gonna be doing a shout outs a lot. Like... Shout out to all my people who. <laughs> In 2018, you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, you brush your teeth, and you say, I look black, but I really am indigenous to America. I'm a Native, I'm a native American. Oh, sidebar, also to you black people who keep saying you got Cherokee in your family, and you don't. <laughs> I feel like that's like a, it's like a, like you evolve from there. Like all like the girls in school were like, I got Cherokee and you didn't. Hey, I got any in my like family. That evolved to now these people who say, you know Yo, what? Yo, big people, facts. Black people, first of all, we didn't come from Africa. There was no slavery. You can't find the boat. Prove it. Where are the boats? Yes, there are people <laughs> who believe that there were no slave ships. Yes, there are people who believe that there are no slave but ships. <laughs> it's all like this self-hating thing, you know? Like we started off in oh, Egypt. Oh, boy. We started off in Egypt. Um, then we moved over to the Black Israelites, and now we're talking about what are these people called? The Americonians? I don't freaking know. I don't know the what the name people. you want to call them. I don't know if you want to call them Moors, Science, Temple, or what? Are they the Moors? Are they the same people? I'm confused. I, Some don't know who I be are. confused. I just know they don't like license plates. <laughs> they don't like license plates. Now that they believe that they're sovereign, like they can't get pulled over and that they don't have to pay taxes. I mean, you'll figure out that lesson, ladies and gentlemen. Because the crazy part about it is that black people were not talking about this whole sovereign movement until um, white people did. And so, you know, those like doomsday preparers and whatever else have you. And I'm not lumping all doomsday preparers in together. So please don't think so. Um, Am I okay with lumping the rest of you? I kind of am. But. Yeah, like those separatist movements of white folks who are extremists and, you know, with their combat gear and their, yeah, the militia folks up in the mountains and whatever, the Waco people, they started talking about this sovereignty, this and sovereignty, that, and that's when you started seeing that rhetoric emerge among black people. Not kidding, not kidding. The research has been done. It has been done. So, like... Just it's just funny because these people swear that they're so independent and they're so apart from everything. And to me, it's really just, it's as if you started to learn or understand or somehow or other couldn't grasp the reality of what has happened to us and what does happen to us as a people. And it's like the cheese just slid off the cracker. Like, you know, like, I can't deal with this. So none of this is logical anymore. So this other stuff over here sounds more comfortable. So I'm going to go with that. That makes more sense. It makes more sense to you. And mind you, I will tout that I'm African all the day long, all day, every day. I don't give a crap because at the end of the day, African people and nations in Africa did not have to be some perfect shining example of ethic morality for me to say that I'm one like it's not like some people are it's not like some people in the great beyond are battling out for me to accept belonging to them like I'm African that's it it doesn't matter what happens yeah it doesn't matter what happened so folks are like oh well you know 
Africans sold Africans into slavery. Okay, so some may have, some some may did, and so now you're just gonna divorce your entire genetic makeup simply because you know some people it was a dog eat dog time and a dog eat dog situation and again don't have time to go into detail about that today because it's 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 a lot but yeah whatever okay like so so there's the ones who say that um it makes sense to them now that you know some Africans sold other Africans they sold our particular ancestors into slavery because um they knew that they were the Israelites so they they knew the ones who were Israelites so they sold them off listen I think so people feel like that history has to be this like fairy tale um but this is in general right like there's this beauty in being you yeah um like your past doesn't have to be this thing where you know like like Jessica just said um it could just be some simple this is where I'm from like there is no perfection i mean we talk about being from africa it's a great continent but like i spend every day of my life trying to figure out ways to fix it because um, on a very micro level but like um because it's you know right now the state it's in um it needs a lot of attention which means that it's not perfect and so nowhere you come from is perfect uh you know, even the whiteness that people attach them to is the most flawed um, system in the world. So, I mean, you have to just understand that there's beauty in just being yourself. And I mean, in finding out where you're from and embracing that, I mean. And um, finding the beauty in that, because yeah. there's, there's beauty in all of it. Definitely. Absolutely. Mean, even to get to the point of like identifying as a, as a specific race before you're anything, um, whether it's African American or what, when you think of, uh, despite how some people might feel on his views towards the genders, I'm a huge fan of Patrice O'Neill, right? So Patrice O'Neill said something great um, when it comes to white. Yeah, he's problematic as hell, but that, he's one. He's one of my favorite comedians, Joe. And as you listen to this, you will understand that I am a fan of very problematic things. Um, so I am not your person that you would want to go to if you're like boycott XYZ forever. Because I just see things on a different level. Um, so yeah, I love Patrice O'Neill and I wear Tommy Hilfiger and all that stuff. So unless <laughs> you guys didn't hear that part because that was in our quiz. But as far as like Patrice, said something great when um, he was talking about whiteness is the fact that you have a lot of white people like Italians and Irish people and uh, even Hispanics who literally can assimilate and um, they can be on the sides of things that they shouldn't even be on, like when it comes to immigration. And, um, you know, you had a a large amount of Latinos who voted for Trump, Um, but you have Italians who... And I actually saw some of them in on Vice News episodes because like they, you know, they, you know, where they do the thing where they put the they get a group of people Mm -hmm. and they have the guy like asking them all different opinions like, oh, when I say Beto O'Rourke, what do you think? And they went down the whole line. And I promise you, like a couple of those people were a couple of those people were Chicano. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like, like, homie did not like uh, Beto. He 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 thought he was divisive he thought like 
he thought he wasn't hard-lined enough on immigration policy. Like, he wanted the wall. And I'm just like, wow. But mind you, I mean, that is, (coughs) you know, obviously we know they're black Republicans and stuff like that. Um, You have those people in the world, right? So, like, that's that's 100% fine. But as far as being able to hide behind the system of whiteness, like, being able to... um, You have, like, Italian and Latino men who... To the world are white right and they identify with whiteness so when you judge whiteness they get angry um like you have people who go uh i'm not going to be guilted I, you know, I don't have white guilt you're not going to shame me and they can identify with that and they can identify with that power structure whereas black people can't so then you have black people who try to identify with it and i mean i know there are some upstanding black republicans out there but i can just i put them into that net of um, black people who want to identify with the power structure so much and they can't do it physically right they can't assimilate physically so they find other ways and that would be maybe i'm not from africa maybe i'm different i'm special right um maybe i can show that you know i'm as close to the power structure as i can be but not sorry <laughs> uh-huh. jay-z said it still nigga sorry. <laughs> yeah um, but you know, being from Africa, it's it's just fine, and it's beautiful, man. <laughs> it's just fine. It's I don't need to be anything extra than that. It's so rich by itself. I don't need. I I just never felt the need to be the Anunnaki off in the damn Sirius B somewhere. Like that's all interesting, and I love to learn, and I love to know about schools of thought in the world. And that's cool, but like I don't, I've never felt the need to be more than what I am. And this is not to say that I'm settling or dumbing myself down. Not at all. The the continent of Africa. Oh my God! Like it has millions of dialects, languages, <laughs> ethnic groups. I don't want to say tribes because that's kind of a derogatory word a little bit, but. No, I, mean, um, I wouldn't. It's not derogatory. There are definitely tribes of people. So people are okay with being called tribes because I've I've seen at some point where some people were saying that tribe is derogatory. I'm okay either way. I don't have the PC language for this week, but <laughs> I can say that in my work, I've worked with people who are in very specific demographic groups beyond um, beyond region. Um, within subgroup within Mm -hmm. a subgroup Mm -hmm. and sometimes those are called tribes (laughs) i mean it's fine just because when when you go very specific right like you can even go like okay someone can be from gambia but then what are they in gambia are they like Mm -hmm. fulani so there's like you know if you say tribe around me personally it's okay i won't be pissed because i know what you're talking about (laughs) but um Yeah. yeah And I mean, even within one people, so you may have Ingana, you may have um, Ashanti, and then within that, there's Akan or what have you, or, or it might be vice versa, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, just using that as an example, like even within larger kingdoms or larger ethnic groups, and you know, there are subgroups, as you were saying, but just all through the continent, there is a multitude of diversity, and this is now in, can we call this post-colonial, because 
you know, people yeah. have independence now. Can we call this post-colonial? Are we there? Are we Is that a debate? In Africa specifically, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a debate, isn't it? Technically, yes, it is post-colonial, but um, a lot of places are attached to, like, let's say, France. Like, yeah, they're France still attached, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and even at this point, you still have a multitude. Now, back before, during the colonial period, there were thousands upon thousands more ethnic groups and languages. And then before Europeans got there, there were thousands upon thousands more mm-hmm. of ethnic groups before they all broke out into, you know, civil war and this, this, that, and the third. And then Europeans were able to harp on that um, instability in certain places when the Arabs got there. And a lot of that is what caused a lot of the um, instability and civil war and, and, you know, displacement of a lot of ethnic groups across the continent. Um so that's another layer of colonialism all by itself. They were already in swings of uh, colonialism before Europeans got there. I think we could recognize that. Um, but even then, there were thousands upon thousands more of ethnic groups. You know, the, the, the diversity goes, there's more diversity, like, the further back you go. So, you know. But there's a lot of effort that takes for even black people to find that, right? Like, um, I haven't done the ancestry thing. I have or any of those things. Um, I was going to segue into that and say that you Ooh, have. That might could be your Christmas gift. That might could be a Christmas um, gift. I can say one thing. Recently. Yes, I am a heathen that does Christmas. <laughs> Pagan, bring it on, baby. Um, I, I haven't given my blood to any of these places, right? And at the beginning, I was like, man, why do you want my blood for, man? I gotta send my blood off. Don't want your blood. You spit on a tube. Yeah, it's my DNA, right? But then I had to think about all the times, like the doctor. I've literally given my DNA away a lot of times. So, like, the fact that it'll go off to a test plant somewhere, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we found out, though, that um, African ancestry is the best bet of all. Um, they are a black-owned, black-founded company. Um, so, they... we we'll use that one, then. Yeah, yeah they're a grip, I will though. know where I'm from. Oh, they're a grip. Yeah, it's a grip. Like, I plan to do it, but... I'm not pressed because it's a grip. Like it's like three hundred bucks per lineage, and they do it paternal and yeah, and maternal separately. So like you, or you could do the one test with both of them, but it's still as if you did them separately. You could do them both uh, together at the same time. Well, one day so I that's a good six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a good six hundred bucks. Um, that's a lot of money. So it's an investment, but you get a lot more bang for your buck, though, because like then you, um, if I'm not mistaken, and once again, somebody tell me if I'm wrong, I don't care. But they did it for other people, so I'm just gonna assume it's the case. So, but like they zero in on your particular ethnic groups and oh, matching wow. you with those people over nice. there now. So like you know you can get in contact with your now cousins, and you know be welcomed over there and so on and so forth. Yeah, so it's deep. Like, yeah. like they, it's worth the six hundred dollars. It's just that's a grip, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a grip. One day I will know where I'm from in Africa, but um, yeah, I I just want to you know the stigma. And I, there's that. Of course, there's a separation, right? So like, Africans versus African Americans versus Americans. Whew. 
um, and it's huge. And I can only speak to you know that's that that's also a, that's a whole nother series of episodes. <laughs> yeah, it is, but just like we can we can we have to like lightly touch on it at this point because we've like been telling people embrace your Africanness. So you have to kind of at least meet this one head on. And I can say that you know yes there is a different culture and um, a feeling um, between Africans and African Americans. And I can say from an African perspective, I have African colleagues, African friends. And first of all, let me be also address that. It's kind of weird to say Africa just as a general like <laughs> description of the people itself because I've been corrected by some of my friends many times. I'm not African Senegalese. I'm, you know, so. But when we speak in just in general, um, yeah, like you, when you go to Africa as a, as a black person, you are looked at as American, right? Because just the way you carry yourself um, and how, you know, how you speak and different things, you, you obviously don't represent that culture, but I would say that it's in you. Like, it's where you're from. And we also don't have that separation and stigma as much with other people and other races, right? Like, if you're an Italian, Italian-American, you go to Italy, um, yeah, you're not Italian. <laughs> but your roots are still there like that's mm -hmm. where you're from um our skin color would just say flat on yeah we are connected to africa so it's not this big thing where i'm not af don't call me african i'm i've never been to africa well you know somebody in your family was right yeah right somebody so, was at some point like why are you like, why are you pressed you're, you're really extra like, are you pressed you're, you're definitely brown. mad pressed um Very somebody pressed. in your family was and that's where that's where it's where you came from. It's your essence. It's your core. So, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good place to conclude for today. Um, Thank you guys for yeah. tuning in to our uh, demo episode. Demo. I'm, episode. I'm not even gonna say this is episode number one because yeah not. this is definitely demo episode but you guys will hear it though it's been like a half hour we That's gotta test this out the judge it's actually been 42 minutes oh wow See, yeah we, we we laid it on a little deck here we we almost made our our mark and it was mostly just us talking about you know stop hating yourself but we have <laughs> a lot of episodes like that yeah um, lots of we want to touch on a lot of these different things and for us and black people we we commonly we both say that it's a mental illness thing right and it's about just accepting who you are so we're going to try to approach that in a few different levels a few different levels definitely um like sean said we want to thank you all for tuning in um let us know what you think and we'll see you guys next week next week on blackocracy on blackocracy <laughs>